everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with Saturday's announcement about the Village's Daily Sun's own annual College Colors Day food drive. Jill, we've been hosting this food drive each year since 2012. And just like everything else, COVID-19 has forced us to change the way it will work this year. In the past, we've challenged our local college alumni and sports fan groups to out-donate each other with food for our local food pantries. Everyone always has a great time with it, and we have a rally at the end to announce the winners and give out awards. Well, obviously, we can't do that this year, and as sad as that is, we don't want our food pantries to go without the huge boost this gives them each year, especially when they need it now more than ever. So the drive will now be an online initiative called Funds for Food that only accepts monetary donations. The drive is sponsored by Publix this year and will run from August 24th through September 3rd. First, second, and third place trophies will be awarded on September 4th. All you have to do is go to our website at thevillagesdailysun.com to find a link to make a donation. And Holly, instead of the community gathering like we usually do at Spanish Springs Down Square for a big group photo, we're encouraging everyone to send us photos of themselves dressed in their favorite team's college colors. For me, I'll definitely be wearing crimson and gray representing my Washington State Cougars. Go Cougs! I had to throw that in there. So ultimately, we want you to email those selfies to collegecolorsday at thevillagesmedia.com. We really hope everyone gets on board with this new event and makes it a successful one as it usually is. Another big announcement last week was the opening of the first business at Governor Rick Scott Industrial Park south of Coleman. Myco Customs opened last week at this industrial center that is expected to attract many more businesses and thousands of jobs to Sumter County. That means more opportunity and a bigger tax base, which benefits everyone. And Jill, yet another announcement was made this week, this one about what is going in the spot where hospitals Hacienda Hills Country Club used to be. The Amenity Authority Committee has approved a plan by the villages to put a 286-unit age-restricted apartment building on the site, along with a resort-style pool, sport and activity courts, walking paths, and open spaces. And they plan to build a restaurant on the site. So this is an exciting idea that means residents will still have a restaurant in that neighborhood. And as always, the sports courts and pool will be open to all residents, not just those who live in the apartments. Holly, the Villages is always finding ways to improve existing sites around the community at the same time as they are building new ones. And the latest creation to come online is Trillium Recreation Center. This rec center had a soft opening last week, and it's located on the campus of The Lofts at Brownwood, the new apartment complex just outside Paddock Square. This rec center is smaller than others, but it's just beautiful. The building is modern, and it has a few features none of the others have, like a horseshoe-shaped bar in the kitchen and two grills outside by the resort pool where people can grill and chill. And even though it's inside the Lofts complex, it's open to all Village's residents, just like all the Village's other amenities. Jill, I'm sure when word gets out about this rec center, people will head over and check it out. Just down the road in Brownwood, the Sumter County Trump 2020 Victory Headquarters opened up last week, and just a few days later, they got a visit from the Team Trump on Tour bus. On the bus were Representative Mike Waltz of Florida's 6th District, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, former Special Advisor to President Trump, and Co-Chair for Women for Trump, Pam Bondi, and Senior Advisor to the President, Corey Lewandowski. 
they greeted residents outside and then went inside to talk to some of the Republicans in Sumter County. They said since President Trump can't have the large rallies that helped him win the 2016 election, they are trying something different, and they wanted to make sure residents of the villages knew that they value their support. And it's right on time, Holly, because the primary election is tomorrow, August 18th, setting the stage for the battle that will be the general election on November 3rd. Early voting wrapped up Saturday, so if you didn't take advantage of that or mail in your ballot yet, make sure to stop by your designated precinct Tuesday to vote in the primary. Jill, another big topic this week is the start of school, with the official first day at the Villages Charter School coming up on Wednesday. I can tell you as a parent of three charter school kids that we are ready to get back on campus and get back into a routine, even if it's a little different than past years. I know how much the administration cares about students and families, and I'm confident they will do everything possible to keep the kids safe. Obviously, it's nerve-wracking at the same time, but we're just trying to keep a positive mindset and hope for the best. And Holly, one of the charter school's recent alumni, is already realizing some of her dreams with a part in a local theater production. Mia Prescott played the witch in the Village's high school's production of Into the Woods just last year, and now she has landed a role in the upcoming stage play reading at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. Mia will play a young pregnant girl with tough decisions to make in the Auntie Network, which had its first showing last Friday and will be streamed the next four Fridays at 7 p.m. These shows are performed on stage by actors holding scripts with minimal costuming and sets. You can go to thevillagesentertainment.com to purchase a $10 ticket. Then all you have to do is find a comfy place to sit and watch the live stream at 7 p.m. Friday from the comfort of your home or wherever you are. Jill, I applaud the Sharon for trying to find ways to bring theater to the people in this time of social distancing. But they are also trying to bring people back into the theater for live shows. And they've been working very hard on a new seating chart that allows theater goers to have plenty of room to spread out. The first live performance in the theater since March will be the Village's Philharmonic Orchestra's Labor Day Pops concert, which is on Sunday, September 6th, actually the day before Labor Day. The theater normally holds 1,000 people, but only 200 will be seated at these two shows to allow for social distancing. And Holly, the studio theater Tierra del Sol is going on with season five as planned, but they have moved the first couple of shows to the Sharon so the audience can spread out. The first show is Teresa Rebeck's Spike Hills, running September 25th through October 24th. This hilarious show is about a street-smart young woman who is bouncing between three educated suitors, and as always, the themes are complex and will make you think. As always, you can go to thevillagesentertainment.com to see all the details on this and all the other shows we talked about today. Jill, since the major performance areas have been closed, people are looking for alternatives, and one that has helped fill the void is the Village's Country Clubs. Popular local band Johnny Wild and the Delights perform at Legacy Restaurant at Nancy Lopez Country Club from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. Mondays, and they'll perform from 4.30 to 7.30 Fridays at Havana Country Club Restaurant starting this week. David Suleiman owns both those locations and says reservations aren't required, but they are recommended. Over at Bell Glade Country Club, they will have some groups performing in the Breezeway in the upcoming weeks. Susie Casta will perform Tuesday, Boardwalk will perform August 24th, and Petrina will perform August 29th. All those shows are from 5 to 8 p.m. And fans also can hear Petrina at Havana Country Club from 5 to 8 p.m. August 27th. And don't forget that Edna's on the Green out in the village of Marsh Bend has live entertainment almost every afternoon outdoors under the trees. 
Holly Outdoors seems to be the place to be right now as everyone tries to socialize safely and a couple of opportunities to get outside are coming up this week. The Village's Butterfly Gardens Club will have an open house Friday from 10 a.m. to noon at the Butterfly Garden at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Lady Lake. That's at 231 Lake Griffin Road and you can stop by to see the garden and all the beautiful butterflies. And they'll even tell you all about how they help preserve these pollinators. And Jill, Lake County is having its quarterly bird and butterfly census this Saturday, and anyone is welcome to come out and help. All you need are binoculars and a field guide, and if you can hike three miles, you can spot some birds and butterflies along the way. This is not just a fun way to spend a morning. Monitoring the bird and butterfly populations assists the county with wildlife management. You have to be an early riser, though. The survey starts at 7.30 a.m. Pear Park is in Leesburg off South U.S. Highway 27. And a completely different type of outdoor event also is happening this weekend, and that's the Brownwood Sidewalk Sale. About 10 stores in Brownwood will be participating, and will have items outside their stores from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Friday and Saturday, and then from noon to 5 p.m. Sunday. So our listeners can head over there this weekend to find some great deals from merchants like Kylie's Closet and the two Rustic Rose stores. Jill, we're going to end this week's podcast with an interesting story that also comes from the southern end of our community. Nestled into the heart of the village of Fenny area is Adamsville Baptist Church, and this church has such a rich history. The Daily Sun did a story last week with a new pastor there, and I learned something I didn't know, which is that the church has been around since 1850. That's 170 years of history in that little building. It stayed mostly the same as church families came and went through the years until the villages started building all around it just a few years ago. And now they are getting even more community support. Pastor Ken Scrubs says they have a new congregation coming to life and he is ready to serve both villagers and families in the area. They have some renovations planned, but he says he will not touch the main building where so many memories have been made. I love how the old and the new always find a way to coexist in this area. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.